This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. No real names are used. It's secondhand story time. Hello, we'll here with episode 8 of Secondhand Storytime, the show where we tell stories we heard from someone else. Today I'm joined by my old friend Morgan, who has a story about an unpleasant band camp experience. Turns out that I actually know more about it than he does, but today we're going to focus on his take of the story. Please enjoy. Alright, so today I'm here with my friend Morgan, and Morgan has a story for me. Yes, yes I do. Excellent. And uh, something interesting about this story is I was actually there when it happened, and Morgan heard it secondhand. So he's going to be telling it, and uh, I will probably not be commenting too much just because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to take away from the, the exaggerated qualities, if there are any. And, and let's clarify that I was not told secondhand by you. I was told secondhand by another party. Right. I guess I can say we went to high school together, and this, uh, this got around the high school. Yeah, it, it it was wildfire for uh, about a week there. All right, excellent. Well, whenever you're ready, go ahead and let me have it. Well, uh, this is going to be prefaced, and I hate to be cliche, but this is a tale of band camp. American Pie ruined that for us, yeah. Yeah, but be that as it may, there are still valid tales of debauchery that crawl out of band camps across the nation. Indeed. This being one of them. Apparently, uh, there were... I was a senior when I was told this story, coming back from summer vacation. And the friend who told me was a senior in the band. And the younger members of the band had, apparently, a bit of a routine where they would uh, bring gold bond medicated powder to line their jock straps. It provided some soothing or titillating effect on the field. Yes. Uh, sort of an anti-chafing measure, plus, uh, plus good, good tingles and jingles. <laughs> and uh, so there were the, the responsibility was passed among members to bring said gold bond and this particular band camp the person whose responsibility it was uh, to my understanding had neglected to bring the gold bond and there was a little bit of a, a breakdown as to how everyone's balls were going to be titillated and in the we'll call it brain trust <laughs> someone came up with the idea that hey Icy Hot's like Gold Bond, isn't it? Sure. So, apparently, there was a good first aid kit around, and some <clears throat> gel of Icy Hot was acquired, and a few brave souls ventured into the bathroom. And all applied, uh, I'm just assuming, a generous amount to their testicular areas. I've been uh, told that this led to almost immediate discomfort, if not pain, <laughs> among all the parties involved, of which my senior friend wasn't, although he was rooming with some of the uh, victims, shall we call them. Right, and uh, these were kind of like uh, barrack-style rooming, so we'd have maybe 18 people in a room. <laughs> which just makes it easier for all the people to be ridiculed and reviled. Exactly, but it wasn't like him and one roommate. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, it was... All the victims are in the same room with him and some other people. So uh, 
apparently the icy worked its effect quickly, teaching them that this was not the, uh, the gold bond of the future. And this was done on the night before an event. So they had to go to bed with this on their region. And if anyone has ever played with Icy Hot, you'll know that there's no washing it off. There's no removing it. It's basically there, and it's going to do its job until it's done. Uh, correct. So these gentlemen had to attempt to sleep. And apparently it was, it was effective, but at some point in the night, the icy switched to the hot, and this was enough to awaken at least one of the gentlemen from a deep sleep <laughs> and cause, again, severe discomfort. Yes. Now, this alone probably would have made for a great story, but my friend is, among other things, a sadistic bastard. So he took it upon himself to try and convince the gentlemen that they had done lasting harm to their groans. <laughs> And if he wasn't convincing enough, and he is, he's uh, talked me into many a bad idea, he enlisted one of the nurses at the band camp to reinforce this. So he sent them to the nurse. The nurse informed them that, yes, you have damaged your penis forever, and they came back <laughs> even more morose. It's short and it's sweet, but that, that is my secondhand story. It is. I guess the uh, there's no do-no-harm rule for nurses. No, no Hippocratic Oath for uh, band camp nurses, from what that's, I understand. <laughs> that's clearly uh, something on a psychological <laughs> level. I can only imagine how that made him feel. Well, excellent. That's, uh, that's a good story. It has changed a little bit from what I remember. But Glad to hear that it has grown. Exactly. And I definitely like this version quite a bit, and I'm glad you could come on and share it. So thank you. I certainly appreciate you giving me the chance. Yep, I'll pass it on. Good deal. Thanks to Morgan for sharing today's story. Thanks to Zencho for leaving a comment on the blog. If you want to leave one yourself, you can do so at secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can find links to subscribe to the show, either through RSS or iTunes, or you can find links to our Twitter account, our musician Gummery, and our license, which is the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. To get in touch with me, you can write to Will at secondhandstorytime.com or call me up at 206 338-3225. If you have an interesting question or comment, I'll put it in a future show. Thanks for listening, and we'll have another one next Thursday. <laughs>